Listener Production. Footy talk time for you Thursday. A massive edition coming up. He's sure to join me talking all things pies ahead of the big clash with the Blues this weekend. We have some breaking news regarding North Melbourne coach Alistair Clarkson. And then out goes Shaw. In comes Favola talking about the Blues, what he did yesterday. It's going to be massive. Strap yourselves in. It's the Footy Talk podcast coming up next. This is the Footy Talk podcast, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL on your Thursday. And joining me in studio to start with is Heath Shaw as we wait for the big Brendan Favola, the Loosh, to finish up a meeting. But Heath, you're here for Seg 1. The Loosh will join us in Seg 2. Welcome. Yeah, I'm on time. Um, <laughs> Fev's obviously a bigger deal than me. He can just roll in whenever he feels like it, uh, the former common mouse. He won a few, didn't he? I think he won a few. It's slightly rude by the loosh because he doesn't have anything to do after this. He does his brekkie radio and then he goes home and plays COD. You actually have to go to work. Yeah, some of us uh, have a real job, um, as we would call it. But, um, talking <laughs> on radio is, is real. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, it's a very loose term, real job. But I do have a desk. I do have a laptop. So and a laptop bag that I carry around look important. And you've been hiring and firing? Yeah, there's a bit of that going on, mate. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. I didn't like it when I was playing footy. I got hired and fired a couple of times. <laughs> um, I didn't enjoy that part of it, the firing part. I mean, the hiring part was very good. But, um, yeah, it's all part and parcel of the, the real world. Uh, the Pies, our old team, of course, we saw on the weekend Craig McRae invite Bo McCreary's mum in to give the final address. In your wildest dreams, could you imagine Michael Mouldhouse <laughs> calling up my mum or your mum and saying, uh, hey, Kay, or uh, Lisa. hey, Lisa, any chance you can just wander in and give the boys a bump up? <laughs> oh, honestly, Mick is a, like a flat no. Even Leon. I don't think Leon would have gone anywhere near it. And we also had Bucks and he, there was no chance he'd be giving up the limelight to um, somebody else like that. So um, I would love to see my mum give a bit of a... A spray or, or a bit of a pumper. Oh, she would just be so brutally honest. She might bring a few guys to tears, I think. <laughs> She's very, very honest. She always said to me after footy games, um, if I spoke to her, very honest about the assessment of my games, it was, you played really well mm. or you're a bit quiet today. Oh. Yeah. So, so she didn't really say you were shit My mum just lied. She just thought I played brilliantly every week, which, <laughs> yeah, as no. we know, wasn't the case. My mum was pretty brutal. You, you, you're a bit quiet today, and I sort of caught on the fact that that means I played shithouse. <laughs> I feel with the pies at the minute, any other team did that, it would come across as a gimmick. Craig McRae is so genuine and got everyone just, this is who I am, this is what we do, that everyone loved what they were seeing. Oh, they they got they were all over it. But I just I just trying to think of how he came about the conversation to say we should bring a player's mum in to do a pump-up speech. Is it like over the kitchen table at home with his As you said, everyone's loving it and it's working and they're winning and you can do whatever you want when you're winning, Dale. It doesn't actually matter. You can't. They won on the weekend and they won very comfortably, which they haven't done for a while. They've been sort of fighting it out and grinding out wins, but they won pretty comfortably on the weekend. And this week, wouldn't they love to sink the boot in to the Blues, kick them while they're down and the the, pressure is on? Well, we'll touch on that in the second seg, if the Fev comes and when the Fev comes. And he has promised us he will come. Um, (laughs) The Pies and their ability to just have a red-hot crack, and this is what I took out of their last week's game, is that 
because they smother and tackle, they were 50-odd points up against the Giants, I believe it was, and they were smothering, they were tackling to the end. So this is where that ability to play to the last minute comes in. You don't just – and I was referencing when we were a very good side. If we were 50 points up, there was no smothering or tackling in the last quarter. It (laughs) was no corkies. We go on a star bar. But I think it is instinct now. It is – it's natural for them to do that. They don't know any other way. They've been – I don't even know if they've been drilled in. I think Fly just threw it out there and then they've just gone, yeah, this is a good this idea. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, okay. So let's just roll with it and it works. When you do something that works, you, you're going to go back to the well. And like I said, it's instinct for them now that maximum pressure on the opposition, we will turn it over, we'll get the ball, we'll hit targets through the middle and then we will score. That's pretty much their game plan. If, if any other clubs want to know, that's the game plan there. So just try and stop that part of it. The Pies will be playing in the grand final at this rate, you'd assume. The AFL's come out and announced a the, two. They're calling it a playing in the grand no, final. No, they oh. haven't announced that. That's oh. not just yet. Well, if they don't, hopefully they are. They, they would be pretty happy if they were, I think. Well, the we AFL. would be very happy if oh, they were. I think They need so. Carlton to pull their finger out so it looked like it was a Carlton Collingwood grand final. And wouldn't I be the most in demand man in the week? But grand final time, 2 30, near on traditional time slot. Are you a fan of this? Because I think we move it. I think we go straight to twilight. Twilight, perfect. You reckon you want the lights on? I want the lights on. I want a long lunch first, a breakfast, cashy, yeah. long lunch, cashy, all through the books. Yeah, 2.30, you, you got, you're sort of rushing lunch, aren't you? You're rushing lunch to get to the game if you're going to it. You're rushing lunch to get to and it's, you know someone's house, a barbecue, a pub, or what, find a seat. It's, it's, it is early, but it's a long day if you're starting a bit later on in proceedings. By just, the end of the game, you're... The yeah. entertainment value, when the game finishes under lights. Yeah, you it's can, like a, a rock concert. It is. Yeah, and it's a and good even point like when the, the start of it, there's something sort of eerie about the G when the lights are starting to take effect and the sun's starting to set. It's it's a cool place to start a game. I, I think reckon. that might be the theory of the AFL because they've got the rock concert afterwards. If they did push it towards the twilight, it's because it's the entertainment value, yeah. which everyone wants um, every game of the year, let alone the grand final. But you've got to keep some tradition, Dale. You do. Hey, for the first time ever in Footy Talk history, we actually have some breaking news. Uh, I've just been past the laptop. Effective immediately, North Melbourne Football Club senior coach Alistair Clarkson will step away from the club to focus on his physical and emotional well-being. Yeah, that's not ideal. That is um, an ideal. Uh, for an experienced up, coach as well. Indefinite period, uh, effective immediately. The club is providing its full support to Alistair. We commend him for making this important decision to put his health first. Everyone involved has been deeply affected by the Hawthorne investigation and the burden on Alistair has been significant. We will give Alistair whatever time he needs to restore his health and look forward to welcoming him back when he's fully fit. We have strong leaders at our club who will step up and support and coach our team while Alistair spends time focusing on his health. That is the president, Dr. Sonia Hood there. That's massive. That's a another massive sort of byproduct now to the evolution of this story that is the Hawthorne investigation. Yeah, I think coaching AFL club is hard enough as it is. Oh. And he's taken over a team that obviously been struggling. They haven't had stability in the past. Um, they haven't been able to perform. I think there was a stat thrown around yesterday that over a certain period of time- Fitzroy. The Fitzroy stat, yeah. That was so they're, Rudy, they're actually Rudy Etzel. They're, they're worse off than Fitzroy back in the day. Um, so that's one part of it. And then obviously the, the Hawthorne investigation, which is ongoing and it's still sitting in the background. And no doubt every press conference, he's asked the question. 
um, and it would take its toll on you because it doesn't look like there's going to be any answers anytime soon. So um, it is actually pretty sad to see a, a very, very experienced coach who puts on the persona as, as the big dog and the top dog um, having to step away for, for these reasons. Well, and because that's sort of the thing. You look at Clarko and you think he's unflappable for what he's been through. But And again, we're probably naive to think of it that we think that he because he's a coach, he's been through so much that this is just all part and parcel. But it doesn't matter uh, when you're getting constant scrutiny and constantly just sort of under this pressure uh, of something hanging over your head. It's obviously taken a toll. So from everyone here at Footy Talk, we wish Clarko all the very best and hope he will be back firing as uh, soon as possible for North Melbourne. Brett Ratton is going to step in in his absence to coach the Kangaroos. He's an experienced campaigner. He is. He's we done w- it before. He can do it again. He can do it again. Right, there we go. That'll be Segwan coming up after the break. Brendan Favola will be in here to discuss what he was doing yesterday on a private jet with the likes of Eric Banner and Dylan Buckley, plus talking previewing the Collingwood-Carlton clash this weekend and everything else in the world of Fab. This is the Footy Talk Podcast. You're still listening to the Footy Talk podcast. Out goes he, Shaw, and in Thank comes God. a bit of footballing royalty from the Carlton Footy Club, also Brisbane, Brendan Favola. <laughs> you said that quicker than I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even tell you, I didn't even unpack my suitcases when I was there. Probably for good reason. Literally. Well, you, you filled one through. I'm glad Heath Shaw was here to warm it up. Um, he did. He's one of those good guys. You know the guys when you go to a TV show or something and they tell the jokes beforehand before the big dogs get up? In that, the, that's sure. In the uh, horse uh, breeding uh, terms, he's the fluffer horse. No, he's he's mate. I'm the I'm I'm black caviar that goes to the races, and he's that little stable pony I hang out with. <laughs> they actually have horses yeah, in, the, in the studs that come in and warm the horse up, mm-hmm. and then get her excited. The big boy, Just big boy. Anyway, this anyway, is anyway, bang. Um, where do you want to start? Do we want to st- uh, talk about? Actually, we'll talk about what you did yesterday. I was watching a lot of Instagram. I'm not jealous, just intrigued. Didn't get an invite. Didn't get an invite, um, and probably rightfully so, because yeah. I don't know. I, apart from Dill Buckley and yourself, yeah. I didn't really know He was there to I'm, carry our bags, well, let's be honest. Well, that's nice of him. Yeah. What were you doing? For those of uh, out there who are listening and don't have any idea what we're talking about, give us a quick rundown of what you quick did Quick rundown. Uh, we had to meet. Uh, there wasn't too much information given. Now, Nick Rewalt. So uh, Nick Rewald invited you? Invited us, invited a group, and there was a chain of messages going around, um, and we had to be there at 9.45 sharp at Essendon Airport to hop on a jet wow. to fly at 10 o'clock to Cobram. Um, and obviously Nick Rewald's an ambassador of the Cobram estate, the wine. I mean, not the wine, the oil. <laughs> the, the, the oil. No, we drank a lot of wine yesterday. Uh, the oil. Yep. So um, when we rocked up, there was myself. Gary Lyon, yep. uh, Nick's brother, Alex, uh, the one and only Eric Banner, Mr. Chopper. Yep. Um, and then little Dylan Buckley, who played two games for GWS. And I had to shake his hand and say, G'day, mate. I didn't know. I thought it was one of the guys hang, from Cobra. Hang on. Are and, you being serious? Yeah. I, I you had like, no idea yeah. who he was. And I was like, oh, who is this guy? <laughs> and um, he said, I'm, <laughs> He's played for I'm, I'm Dylan. Um, he played in the Bull Ants, didn't he? Well, yeah. more so than the seniors. And then he said his dad was Jimmy. I yeah. said, hello, Jimmy. What a great player. Um, anyway, he's got. He's actually going to a GWS reunion tomorrow. They've got a – for past players, Dill Buckley, played two games. Uh, they obviously – it's not a grand final reunion. No, nah, it's just the past just players. A, just just a, a, he said there's like eight players going. Oh, wow. And they, he actually said – he said it's quite funny because um, – 
Izzy Falau's on the the the, the, the message, the yeah. rundown, the messages, and every time they post something, he just pulls out, oh, <laughs> and leaves left. the chat. <laughs> Izzy Falau's <laughs> left the chat, and then so gets added in again. Gets out, they all add him back in Brilliant. just to piss him off. Uh, but we flew out. We got in a beautiful little jet. We flew out. We spoke movies and we spoke footy, and we landed. We had a beautiful, beautiful uh, lunch out there, and then we oh. jumped back on the plane. And as we we're landing, it was that tr- the plane that crashed. Oh, the one that did the yeah. Uh, we landed day. behind it. Wow. So as we landed. We, all these like fire trucks and stuff are coming onto the tarmac at Essendon and I'm thinking, God, and then because we, we, we may have stolen a lot of oil. Borrowed. <laughs> we took a lot of oil and wine back with us. And Eric Banner did was very funny and said, oh, God, we've, we're, we're, we've smuggled too much wine, uh, oil back in. And uh, we thought it might have been for us, but then we look over and there was a plane upside down. So, so there, genuinely, genuinely behind yeah. the one. We landed at 10 to, 10 to 4. Yeah. That landed at quarter to 4 and it was up on its side, laying upside down. There you um, go. So that was our little junket that we went on. There was some big names, some little names. So, so it was for olive oil? Yeah, it was for, for uh, Cobram Estate, yeah. Okay. You, know, you know, yeah, the, the Cobram Estate wines. I, and, yeah, yeah. And we, we saw from how they get picked yeah. to how they get crunched to how they get made into wine to serve. Was, it was actually a pretty good day. There you go. All Great right. company. Good fun. Well done to it's you. That dogs. is fun. Oh, it just yeah. intrigues me. Just yeah. when you looked at that group, it yeah. was like, I'm not sure how this came together. We thank you for your yeah. explanation. Yeah. We move on now to the blues. What's going on? <laughs> I know you don't have the answers, but... I don't... Okay. One of my favourite pastimes is talking to Carlton people yeah. about this because... Most of them have that response that you just had there. Well, the, you stop, I'll tell you, you the start of the year, breath. Daisy, the start of the year I was with Dane Swan. Uh, we were two and zip or one draw, maybe two and zip. We hadn't lost a game. And I said, bro, this is it. grand final week, we're going to cash in. We're going to do that many cashies. I'm, I'm literally like booking out the week. I want to, And he goes, yeah, mate, we're humming, you're humming. He goes, how good's round 11 going to be? Round 11, Carlton Collins, we, we all could be undefeated. And I'm like, yeah, mate, huge. Uh, and then, you know, eight weeks later, we're shit. And um, <laughs> I don't know what's happened. And I tried to explain this to Eric Banner yesterday yeah. when we were on the plane because the Saints are humming. They've got structure. Ross Lyon, you know what they're doing. You know what the Clarity. Saints are trying to do. And I said to him, we spoke about Carlton, and, you know, I don't know what they're doing. I don't think the players know what they're doing. It's nothing against them. I just don't think they know what they're doing. I go to watch Geelong play. I know what they're going to do. Yep. I know what they're trying to do. The players know what they're doing. They know it's going to go to Cameron and Hawkins and their little Tyson Stengel and little um, one with a long sleeve. What's his name? Bradley Close. Bradley Close. He knows the where the Brian ball's Mars. He, he knows where the ball's going because <laughs> they get underneath the big guy's feet. They kick goals and they win. That's everyone knows how Melbourne plays. They yep. know how they play. Everyone knows how Collingwood plays. Be predictable. Try to be the best at it. And if they teams want to beat you, they've got to be better than you at it. Carlton go out and go, hey, let's chip. They kick a big bomb there and a little floater there, have a set shot from 30 out, snap it on the full. Woo! Hey, I can't wait to go watch them this weekend. It's going to be so much fun. Mate, so frustrating. <laughs> I feel that. Just be predictable. Uh, Vossi, get him in hard. Vossi's a hard man. He's yes. got to get in there. Otherwise, he's got to start going, hey, Cripper, have a spell, son. Harry Mackay, have a spell, son. Did the phone ring after you offered the advice for Harry McCoy? Well, it should have after the weekend <laughs> when he snapped it from thirty. I tell you what, I was at that. I was at. Um, I was there with Mark Murphy. We hosted yeah. a box for the Footy Club, yeah. and I'm talking half of Colonial Stadium back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's, what is it called now? Marvel or something? Uh, yeah, Eddie yeah. Had or whatever yeah. it's called. 
they all looked around at me. I'm smashing pots and they go, Fev, get out there and teach him how to kick. And they're all yelling and I'm like smashing a pot and Merv's like clapping. And I'm like, I, I put it out there and I put it out there again. You can't kick. You can't. Yep. You need some help. I called for an old-fashioned piss-up. Yeah. I, I think they're... That's the old Dennis Pagan thing. Well, hey, we're not trained today, boys. We're going down the pub having a lock-in. And for the reasons that they look like they're a tense bunch right now. It's not working. Yeah. They're trying so hard. They're doing a lot right, but the last piece of the puzzle, which is a win, isn't coming. Nah. And that starts to build that tension. Yeah. The snaps in front of goal become an issue. The, mm. uh, can we go down there with... A couple of cartons of Carlton Draft and or your own beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll go hang down on, there with some on. everyday Australia <laughs> beer. That'll get them going. Yes. Don't you worry about that. Yes. The Carlton Draft. Well, I'll, Daisy. Bring, I'll bring that and you can bring the everyday. I'll have to send you I'll send you a slab. I'd love um, that. For all those listeners out there, we do have a uh, do have a new beer. But I, the thing is, Daisy, and it's it's not me bagging the club. It's not me bagging Harry. It's not me. No, it's just. And it was happened when I played. Carlton supporters want success. Yep. They want, we've won the most premierships. The last one was 1995. That's nearly 30 years ago. They are starving. People are checking out. You want the next generation of um, kids not to drop off Carlton supporting Carlton. Like my kids are like, oh, should we keep barricading for Carlton or should we barrack for another team? Shut up or you'll be outside. <laughs> You're barricading for Carlton. But they want to go to the footy like last year. We didn't play finals. Yeah. But, but it was, gee, we're exciting, man. And it was finals was the carrot of this year. We were good to watch. Yeah. We were exciting. It was like, even if we lost, hey, I love that game of footy. They had a crack. Yeah. This year, there's no excitement. It is boring as batshit. To kick one goal in the first half and have 29 inside 50s, <gasps> something ain't working. And when it's broke, fix it. Do you think the messaging, and this is where I think the Carlton fans have got up in arms, saying that if we don't make finals, it can still be a success? That's not a success. They don't want to hear Oh, that. heads will roll, bro. They don't want to no, hear they, that. They, mate, I'm telling they, you. They would rather us be going like shit yeah. and saying we're no good, yeah. but we still expect to play finals, we'll turn it around. If they don't play finals, <laughs> God. Don't you reckon? <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Well, you're in the football media world. No, well, okay, I, I – stop, stop being Mr. No, no, Switzerland. I'm not being Mr. Switzerland. Will I Vossi said, go? I said – I don't think Vossi will go, but I said last year it was a disappointment of a season considering they started 8-2. and two. Mm. Once you start 8-2, and two, your expectation should mm. be finals. So yes. you think if they don't make the finals, that, that means that they'll take in mediocrity because if they don't make finals, oh, we'll just keep the same list and we'll try again next year. Do you reckon that'll happen at a Carlton board that's under the pump right now, president under the now, pump? I've got no doubt there'll be changes throughout mm. that space. I don't think you go wrong. Why don't we run for the board? Well, a bit of honesty, although we're probably not there. I'll get Fraser Brown on board. Right. He's got the... He got the Kanga. He got the Kanga. We've got the We've smarts. got the looks and the smarts. <laughs> We'll bring the everyday Australia beer. Mate, we'll sort shit out. Yeah. Boards are all in it for himself. That's what they are. Boards are in it to see how they... And and this becomes an issue because the board is meant to be the reflection of the people and the members making the right decisions. Mate, we jump on the board. We're there for the boys. We're there for the supporters. We're there for the team. And we want to win. I like it. Mate, let's get a ticket. Footy Talk Podcast. We will start this petition uh, today. It's going to be a massive game. It's just us two, by the way, at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, I looked around. Yeah, like you're looking Heath, for some mates. Heath was meant to be here. Soon as someone is, soon as out of your freaking meeting and you hey, pump up of all things. Work, mate. You're pumping up mushrooms. Yeah, I'm an ambassador of Australian mushrooms. Get out there and get them. Australian, no, you got to buy Australian stuff. Yeah, don't go out and pick them. We don't encourage that because there's some dangerous varieties out there. Is there? There, oh, was, yeah, some of them. A lady in Box Hill a couple of years ago ate one. I heard they were magic. Anyway, uh, Carlton Collingwood. 
Yes. Sunday afternoon, yes. big, MCG, 95,000 yeah. plus. It is massive. And I think for the Blues, this comes at a good time because regardless of how bad they've been going in the past, this is the game that you get up for. This is it. This is near on final slash grand final for the Carlton Footy Club this weekend. It is. And uh, the expectation is they're going to get beat. So they're going in with nothing to lose. Let's be honest. Ha, pies are humming. I used to love these games. And I know you did too. You played for both clubs, so you, you get it. Um, you used to always – we'd always play each other like the first five weeks because you yeah. play each other twice because of the big crowds. You'd pencil it in and there'd be 80,000, so I know I'd kick eight. I used to always go on the every 10,000. I got to perform a little bit yep. better, and I love play, playing against the pies. Is that why when on you seats. went to Brisbane, it was fifteen thousand. You just averaged one and a half. No, that- I, mate, I was leading the Coleman before I got injured. I was, mate, I kicked some goals. I kicked like fifty goals at Brisbane, mate. Played a nervy <laughs> in a yeah. half a year. <laughs> Worst trade ever, mate. I was humming. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Um, so it's a big game, and I remember this time last year, the corresponding game. Um, Michael Voss, who I hadn't spoke to since he sacked me in rehab um, at Brisbane, which was. 13 years ago. He, so he was the coach of Brisbane. He was, no, he was, he was coach of Brisbane with me. Yeah. Sacked me. And then now he's co- coach while, of Carlton. While you were in rehab. And I was in rehab. It was a long time ago. Probably wouldn't happen now. But I got a call from Michael <laughs> Your Voss. Your life is so fascinating, bro. <laughs> I got a call from Michael Voss to come and speak to the players oh. before the Carlton Collingwood game. Right. From his, like, PA. Yeah. And I was shit myself. I'm driving. I left work here at SCA and I was driving and I was that nervous and I didn't want to go. I was nearly going to turn around. Because I was like, I haven't seen him. Like, he got virtually given the ask because they got me up there. He went to Port Adelaide for a long time and I walk into the room and all the players are sitting there. Mate, Vossi went straight up to me with a big smile, gave me a hug. Hey, you going, mate? Geez, you're going well. And I was just like, whoa, this is like nothing had ever happened. I'm like, g'day, mate. How's it all going? <laughs> we're like, best buddies. So it was great. And then Good. I spoke to the players about, Did you, you know, the build-up. And yeah. I gave him this big speech nice. and I was giving it to him and I am saying, Harry and Charlie. And I said to Charlie, you haven't won a Coleman yet. All this sort of stuff. And I've got two. Did a couple of that gear, yeah, yeah. and then he won one this year, which was great. So I've pumped them up, and I'm saying the crowd, it doesn't matter who you play, doesn't matter if you win any more games for the rest of the year, you beat Collingwood. For us fans and us old players, it is a successful year because we hate Collingwood. And, mate, got them up, and then anyway, they went out in the weekend, and they lost, and I haven't been back. They lost by – no, that was a close was game. A close, no, Little, that wasn't the last game of the year. No, no, but it was even the, one, the before, yeah. one before, they led most of the day. Yeah, God, I wanted them to win so bad because yeah. I gave them a pump up and they got Would beat. Would have taken so. all the credit. I remember, and you might be able to tell us a bit more about it, remember when you ran through our huddle? Yeah, I did. Josh Fraser. Yeah. Uh, with a, he was down on the ground. You he got knocked and, out, and he was already down. And then you went through. And no, put, no, 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 no. I went through Alan Didac. Oh, you went because Didac for the last two years he knocked out Mark Murphy, ran straight through him. Dogs act. He did the same thing to Scotto, yeah. who was got yeah, him, and then mates. he got Gibbs the year before that. Good. And I and then he got he got Scotto that game. I think he went he went through Scotto, and I went enough's enough. I'm like, I'm going to get this little prick. So this, was it halftime or quarter time? It was quarter time. Quarter time. We, were, we were four, maybe three goals up. Yeah. We were humming. And I saw an opportunity. He was doing his shoelaces up. And I That's just right. went, bang. And it was on. Huddle, punch on. Boom. I had blood pouring out of my head. There was bodies everywhere. And I remember there's a, there was a picture in the age of Mickey Moldhouse just staring at me. And you had your banner up. You remember the old banners yeah, used yeah. to put up? I had blood pouring from my face. Ryan Houlihan was standing next to me and he's just greasing me off like he wanted to kill me. So we cut it out of the paper, put it in a laminate and signed it to Mick. Um, thanks, for the, thanks for the brawl or something. And we sent it to the footy club. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if he ever got it, but it was funny. And then we lost by 80 points. <laughs> you sent Michael Mulhouse <laughs> yeah. a signed photo of just, yourself yeah. with Claret, him giving you yeah. the genuine stink Absolute eye. Absolute stink eye. There's, you probably, if you go, you will see the picture. And I don't know if I got to him, but I sent it to the footy club. Um, oh and then we ran goodness. out after quarter time, two or three goals up, lost by 86 points. This is brilliant. <laughs> What's your expectation for the weekend? Uh, are the Blues a chance? Do they come out? Do they – surely they are going to try and belt the absolute living yeah. piss out of Nick Dacos. Yeah, to be on. If it's not on, I'm done. And if they don't, like as yeah. we saw on the weekend, GWS didn't try that approach. Sydney tried it. It didn't work. Yeah, don't condone you- this at all, but – if you're not getting fined on the weekend for a melee, don't bother turning up. You don't. As a fan, you'll be drawing a line through the blues if there's the, not there's a melee a line in the, the first sand, quarter. There's a line in the sand, and if we lose by 10 goals but have a real crack, yep. I'll be happy as long as they have a crack. If they can move the ball quick, go quick, bang, bang, bang. Don't – if they get a couple of goals up and then they start flooding the back line, yeah. have a crack. Yeah. Play the footy, it. play the exciting footy, and just give the supporters what they want because what's going to happen is – Supporters won't turn up. Well, they're, starting, they to, shit they're starting to leave at three-quarter time leave. now. Mate, have a crack. Be exciting. Look, Hawthorne supporters, they're, they're shit. <laughs> but they still go because they play some exciting brand of footy. The quarter they played against um, uh, against Melbourne on the weekend, the third quarter, that was some bloody good footy for about 15 minutes. I'll go back to watch them if I was a supporter. Give us something to get excited about. Let's Oh, I love your passion for oh, that. Mate. We've got a fan who's actually written in called Margetta, and she goes, now, don't get me wrong, I love and adore this club with my whole heart and am reasonably content with where we are as opposed to where we have been for a number of years, but why are the dark clouds still lingering? You're asking me that? Well, that's I what she I wants to know. I think I just answered everything. So, Margetta, I think answered it. you go back and listen to the start of that, and yeah. Fev has answered every one mate, of your It cr- is on. It is on. You know what they should do? I'm it not a gonna coach. Be, it's going to be brilliant. Mate, I reckon I know, you'd be a testament to this. I reckon for my first eight years of playing against Collingwood, there was a punch on every game. Yep. Like a melee. Yeah. Every and, single and game. And I got fine. the hatred becomes and real. the hatred was real. Yeah. But I remember one time, this is no word of a lie, it was back in the old tribunal days when you used to have to go to the G. There was, um, we had a big punch on on the uh, Scott Camparelli and who did the shampoo ad? What's that bloke's Wakelin? name? No, no, no. The one that shouldn't have been there. Whoa. There was the three, four good-looking dudes, and then there was one dude, Rupert. Oh, Bathyrus. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Was it him that was oh, on maybe. it? Maybe. I don't know. That was Some, before one of, my time. One of those yeah. guys was on it. Anyway... Someone started with Campo and it was just done. We're walking off the half time. So we go to the tribunal. <laughs> we go to the tribunal. There's about 11 Collingwood players. They're all sitting at the front. All the Carlton players are sitting behind and we're all up for malaise and yeah. thingos. And Jordan Bannister gets ready. We all say, yeah, we're in it. Blah, blah. We didn't know how much we we're going to get. Yeah. We're thinking like a thousand bucks, fine, something. Jordan Bannister had never been reported before. And they go, Jordan Bannister from the Carlton Football Club. $5,000 for Malay. And he's gone because he's like a rookie or something. He's like, what? And we're all looking at each And then all the Collingwood oh, blokes no. are laughing at us. And then every player, 5000 oh. 5000 And literally the judge, the, the guy who was the tribunal thing, I kept saying, stop. No one, this is not a laughing matter. And all of us are just laughing. <laughs> just going, how good is this? We're all getting fined five grand. <laughs> Did the club chip in? Because I think one no. of them. 
Yes, I love the fact there's cameras here. Say no more. Hey, you're a busy man. You've got stuff to do. We thank you very much for your time. Always, as always a pleasure, Daisy. You're doing podcast. a good job, mate. Thank you, well, brother. Man, you should if, do this as a job. Uh, I'm working at it. <laughs> if you have any questions for us, like Maretta did. Margetta, Go the blues. Margetta, that's her name. If you have any questions, jump on the Instagram at footytalk underscore pod. TikTok at footytalkpod. Tomorrow is going to be a massive edition, mm. a Friday edition, as we preview the rest of the weekend's round. Mr. Brennan Favola, thank you very much for joining us. And as me. always, Footy Talk brought to you by uh, Everyday Australia. And Carlton Draft, Nissan <laughs> Australia, Adidas, Points Bet, you name it, Mercedes, we got it. Bet Nation, <laughs> Australian Mushrooms, Extra Virgin Olive Oil. <laughs> Listener.